Boom! Ready? Down! Hut! 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 Gentlemen, welcome back to ChairShot NFL. You can follow us at ChairShot NFL. My name is PC Tony. You can follow me at PC Tony, and I'm joined by a Buccaneers fan with a smile, I would guess. Um, one Andrew Belaz as well. You can follow him at IWC Warchief. How you doing, IWC Warchief, Andrew Belaz? I mean, a nice unexpected two and zero, Baker Mayfield. Looking real good. I'm happy with that. And uh, yeah, this is way more positive than I thought I'd be heading into the NFL season this year. So joining us as, as well, as always, is, is the Reverend himself, Ray C-A-S-H as in dollar signs. That's Ray you, as in Mysterio. You know how, uh, you're also 2-0. You know you're also 2-0. Braggadocious, go go ahead. Uh, delicious. Uh, sop up the ajou of winning. What? Yeah. Okay. I think most um, of the words worked. It's fine. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> you you know how when Roman has a big match and he flips his titles out like that? That's me doing that with my championship. I see that. <laughs> I see that. Um, hey, by the way, I don't want to hear no more talk about the Bengals better than the Ravens in the in the North. No more. Well. Finito. Well. Well. It's only week two. <laughs> yeah, or three I technically, mean, but you know what I mean. Your quarterback the only has one leg all, as well. Um, you know what else I learned? Your team might only have a couple legs collectively I, too at this rate. Jesus I think, Christ! I think we learned how <laughs> bad the Bears are as well. Not just because of of how they're playing, but because the the Packers blow a twelve point lead to the Falcons, um, which is why I am not two and zero. And I don't know if I'm happy or sad about it. I'm kind of numb on the whole thing. Uh, just enjoying fantasy football, which Ray is doing. Ray is smoking hot right now. Um, I bet you there's no person that was, you know, probably less in favor of this play everybody every week kind of thing. But after two weeks, I think Ray is understanding what this actually does because Ray have a possible 18 wins in two weeks. I believe you're 16 and two. And um, Matt, I lost the two. Yep. Well, that's get. get I mean, relax. Um, I've had the highest projected point total now for two out of the three weeks and i was up there last week as well but four and five five and four that's okay just make the playoffs see what happens I just want to stay consistent bro i just want to get at least six wins a week that's all i want there you go any fantasy football from you andrew oh no i haven't done that in a while i think it's been about a decade i went i went completely undefeated won the championship and decided to stop there can't get better than that. Anybody so. betting on anything? Ray, what about your – I didn't get in your picks pool. I'm sorry. I've been so much other shit. I'm glad we got so fantasy me, football together, though. Maybe we'll get Andrew when we do the expansion draft. Let me tell you about that real quickly. So this is me and my homeboy from work and my barber. We did the group, and we all reached out to, to other people. Guess who won the pot this week? Was it you? 
Christopher Platt. Ah, nice. And, oh, by the way, just, just, for, just to make this it, is for just enter- make it more fun. This enter for, for entertainment purposes only. He won like seven gold stars, right? Is that kind of the way it goes? The funniest part about it is, guess what? Guess which one of the one of the uh, games he got wrong? The Browns. Well, no, Baltimore. <laughs> Baltimore and Cincinnati. Okay. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I don't appreciate go. the pause. Uh, Not got comments on Nick Chubb's knee. Where'd it go? Hey. It's a, a nice, not on his knee, I'll tell you that. I feel like Dan, he'd be lucky Dan to Campbell's walk house. again. <laughs> it's that Dan Campbell's house. Yeah. Him and Aaron Rodgers can rehab together. Hey, jokes aside, man, that was scary to watch. I don't, I, I'm not squeamish, but that made me audibly oh, gasp. It was rough, yeah, but. Yeah. Much love to him, man. I, I just, more than anything, just live a healthy life, bro. Just get your knee right. If you don't come back, you made some money. But like, hopefully you can. But just get healthy, dog. Just get healthy. Anthony Richardson and concussion protocol, and we talked already about Joe Burrow and the calf. Um, as of today, Richardson recording as of as of Wednesday afternoon, he was still in the protocol. And Burrow, uh, they just uh, it was hard to say was the quote from the coach of whether or not Burrow would play this weekend. So that's kind of your Wednesday afternoon up to the date on those injuries there, right there. Chubb definitely out 100%. Um, for not just this week, but but the next week at least, well, likely the rest of the season probably. What do you think the odds, as I'm trying to make a little fun there, um, what do you think the odds are that he comes back to football? Nick Chubb? Yeah. Oh, to football in general? Pretty good. I think he'll try one more season after he's healthy. You think He'll he can... be back. You think he Will can? he be good? Yeah, he'll be back. He yeah, that, that's the question. Years. Will he be good? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if he'll be good, but he'll be back. It just may take him two years. All right. I mean, it took Saquon a couple years, and he's injured again. But like, it took him a couple years when he got hit that big injury. So. All right. Well, we'll see what happens here. Uh, before we run down the week here and and give you our thoughts on each game and and put out our locks of the week. We would like to do something when we come back from commercial break and explore the list, one list of Andrew Belaz, who has been keeping track oh, no. this year of where he's ranked these teams during the weeks. And he's he's got some uh, movement on the list he wants to talk about as well. And I think Ray Cash and I, we're going to rate him on his list making when we come back here. Uh, Chair Shot NFL Week 3, Andrew Belaz, Ray Cash, PC Tunney, Chair Shot Radio Network. Don't forget about ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the Chair Shot. Check them out. Style and class. Move your ass on over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. We'll be back. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Yeah. 
I wasn't even gonna play it that long. Uh, but the reaction from my cohorts means that I will no longer ever be able to pick the uh, intro music to this segment. Um, but I, I think we're gonna I enjoy that. Just thrown out a K-pop recommendation I, that would have been better than that. Uh, not, <laughs> uh, not Three Dog Night fans, huh? Oh, too bad. Not really. Well, not that song at least. Okay. Well. Didn't they a... do the Jeremiah Was a Bullfrog song? Da, da, da. They did though, right? I'm not sure. Stephanie's Se- Rock is not my wheelhouse, so I'm guessing on that one. I think they did, but I'm not a thousand percent sure. I'll look it up. Still, major wow. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll call it a push, though, Tony, because you hit it out of the park with Cuidado, because we love that. This, this, this is your miss, so it, it's a push oh, right yeah. now. Joy to the you world. Even. Joy to the you world. You get one more. Name. Joy to the world <laughs> is the name of that. Uh, Jeremiah was a bullfrog. Joy to the world. Okay, but it's still and that it is. song, though. and it, it is. is Three Dog Night, right? Yeah. Do you want to hear that one instead okay. right now? Nope. No, that doesn't really oh, apply to a list. That's what I heard. I won't, but that's what I heard. <laughs> Yeah, I have the bullfrogs, number one. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, so let, let's get into probably the easy part, which is the top five, which I don't think too many people are going to argue. Well, no, Ray is going to argue about one of them, but it's still an arguable top five and pr- pretty, pretty locked. So one, I have the Niners, like they had a... a Fucking great week one, week two. The Rams put up more of a fight than people expected, but it's not like the Niners bowed. Like, the Niners still look good, so I have the Niners won. I have the Cowboys, two, which that puts them up two spots from where I had them last week. Eagles dropped down one to three just because they've had some dirty wins. Like, they haven't been decisive. They're still good, but, like, they haven't looked as solid as the Cowboys. Dolphins, I have at four which is a big jump for me. I know you guys were higher on the Dolphins last week than I was. And my five is the Chefs. They're still the Chefs. No Ravens. Ravens Ravens are six, I have. because Ravens have a lot Uh. of injuries. Ravens have had kind of messy wins against teams that aren't exactly wonderful. You you know what I mean? So I'm like, the, the the Texans game was rough. You had a couple injuries. The Bengals game was closer than it probably should have been with the Bengals not really being able to do much. So I like the Ravens. I'm just not 100% sold myself. Those so I've been six. Those are the top six teams, though. Like, we all can agree on that, right, Ray? Yeah, I, yeah, I can agree with that. I, 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 I never disrespected, didn't mean so, to disrespect the Chiefs. I just was basing it literally off of nothing else other than we won. Can we? Can so we just... they're a great team. I want to I want to do something because like we're going to talk about the top of your list and we're going to talk about the bottom of the list, right? But here I have a couple questions about teams in the middle of your list and we can kind of do sure. it. like you can tell me where they are, where they moved from last week and um uh then we Ray and I can just quick comment. We can just do a little lightning round here for in the middle because there's a lot of teams that are having some success that you might not have thought. So let's start on the NFC side. The Washington Commanders are 2 and 0. Where, where do you have them right now heading into week three, and where were they heading into week two? Heading into week two, I had them at 26th just because, sure, they won, but, like, I wasn't sold. I, you know, I, and I moved them up to 20th for me just because I'm not sold on them. I realize that's disrespecting them slightly. I'm I'm fully aware they're still a 2-0 team, 
but they are probably the most fraudulent 2-0 team that we have at the moment in, in the league. And I'm just, I'm not sold really on Howell or the enemy's offense with the, the commanders. Like I love the enemy as an offensive coordinator, but it's the commanders and it's, it's, it's going to be telling me a lot this week if they can keep putting that together. Yeah, I mean, a win you, against you, the Cardinals. Sorry, Ray, I'm going to be really quick. A win against the Cardinals. Please. A uh, comeback against the Broncos. And boy, doesn't Sean Payton have egg on his face starting 0-2. Good God, he um, does. But we're going to find out about the Washington Commanders as they are going to uh, host the Buffalo Bills and then travel to uh, yep. Philadelphia to face the Eagles. Ray, what's you thinks about them Commanders? I was just going to say, you think they're more fraudulent, more fraudulent than the Falcons? And with, well, with all due we're gonna, respect, we're going to get to Bucks, that. We're going to get to that. Um, and for the record, uh, I told you guys, I didn't think they win a lot of games, but they play. Sam Howell is a gamer, bro. He has so much heart and is a leader of men. You did. And they have way more talent on that squad <clears throat> than we give credit for. Mm-hmm. So if, if he can just not make mistakes. They could sneak to nine wins. I have one quick question. The Seahawks, how many spots did they move up from, from their victory this last week? Seahawks moved up seven spots for me. Okay. Okay. Do you know what the biggest move was on their list up and down? My my biggest up move was the Bucks because I, I had the okay. Bucks at 20. What was your biggest after down week one. move? Uh, biggest down was the Vikings because they have no fucking defense and okay. they moved down 11 to 22nd. All right. Now I want to talk about three teams in the NFC South. The Falcons, the Saints, and the Buccaneers all start out 2 and 0. Oh. Yup. So pretty pretty close, actually, because I've got the Saints 9, the Bucks 10, the Falcons 12. What do you think I about think... that, Ray? First thoughts on having them ranked there in, in, in like the upper secondary half dozen tier wild to me i i i get it because again i just look at the list differently so that's why it's wild to me because if you look at the list like i did i could agree with you you don't so nothing about the way the falcons win his games makes you think they're good nothing about the way the saints are winning games makes you think they're good nothing about the way that the bucks are winning games makes you think they're good the so Bucks are winning it in a complete team perspective, though. So you have to give that a little bit of. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Granted, I know best, that they haven't had division. great opponents, but it has been a more total team effort. So Ray, you know in, the, I mean? in the NFC alone, would you have like the teams like the Rams and the Seahawks ahead of those teams? Maybe not the Bucks, because as Andrew said, they're the best team in that in the South, I think. And 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 the Falcons have had good wins. They just haven't had good games. Mm-hmm. Um but no, the yeah, if if you go with Andrew's style of thinking, which is put him on the field who who I think is better, then no. You can't you you have to put the Seahawks and the Rams above them. Because the Rams are doing this without Cooper Cup and they just traded Cam Akers. Nobody knew who Kaiser Williams was two weeks ago, and now he's like got like 16 touchdowns already. The Rams I have in the argument at 11th, only because they are still a lot of unknown. We might love Puka Nakua right now because he's like the Hawaiian Cooper Cup at the moment, but like, who is he? Like, nobody knew what we were going to get from Matt Stafford. They had one pretty good win, and they had 
they had a gritty loss, so they looked good in the loss. But, eh, I'm still not sure what we're getting from that offense without Cup. And with, apparently, them sending Cam Akers to the Vikings. Uh, the Vikings. Yeah, so I don't know if that's going to change things up too much. It didn't matter because Kaiser Williams was getting all the, all the picks anyway. And Josh Kelly's the backup. Oh, he was. Yes, I got you. But don't know if mentality might shift somehow. Maybe he may, was some kind of like locker room force. You never know. Let's shift over to the AFC side of the the middle of the pack before we get into the bottom from Andrew's list. Andrew, sure. let's start with. Oh, man. We know the Chiefs are up there. We know the Raiders are up there. We already agreed on that. Okay. I'm going to just throw out teams like the Bills. The you Steve- meant the Ravens, not the Raiders, right? The Ravens. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> just making sure we're clear. The Bills. The Bills I have at seventh. The Steelers. The Steelers are at 25th. Jaguars. The Jaguars I have at eighth. Titans. Me- Hold on. Oh, Titans, I have at 19th. And Raiders. Raiders, I have at 28th. Okay. I consider the Colts, Jets, and Browns now with the injury worse than all of those teams I mentioned. It's fun that you see it that way. That's fine. (laughs) Ray, what do you think of some of those teams that stood out to you? You had something you wanted to chime in there. I was just trying to make a funny little point. Mm-hmm. So the the Raiders are not twenty eight. They're they're no they're, they're that's a little too low for me. But but they're but they're not a good team. But they're not twenty eight. But dog, the Steelers are twenty five. Their offense was miserable and non-existent. Sure, they won the game, but like, what have they done? They scored nine points and they won one of the worst fucking looking games in the world with no offense to really. I wish I would have started That's... Pickens last week, man. I look at the scoreboard and I'm like, oh, touchdown Pickens. I'm like, oh, well, I didn't start him. I'm like, oh, 71 yards. Oh, that's fucking 14 points right there. Mm-hmm. It's one big play, but like, it's such a mess of a game. Yeah, man. But compared to what some of the other teams are playing like, it looks like in football, if you have one thing you do dominantly that gets you by the the Steelers have a dominant pass rush and it's not going away the problem with that though is the thing is that the Steelers I think are going to be able to move the ball in the air it doesn't look like they're going to be able to move the ball on the ground no matter how hard Najee Harris tries because I think he's a really talented back yeah that's a problem but there's there's a lot of backs that's 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 up and it's out right now I mean Excuse me, we still have the saga for Jonathan Taylor. He's going to get moved. Maybe. So, you know, Depends on how just, stubborn Ursay is and who wants to shell out what he wants. But yeah, Kareem Hunt's back on the Browns, so yeah. there, there's not like there's a lot of options for the Steelers at the moment. And again, it goes back to, to get Steelers have to podcast. prove it to me after two weeks. I was honestly trying to get through this podcast and the rest of my conversations with Ray Cash until tomorrow morning that Kareem Hunt had come back to the Browns. I'm guessing he already knew, but anybody that I'm in a fantasy football league with, I never kind of give those things away. It doesn't even matter because Ray's behind me in the uh, the waiver wire. Yeah, I'm number one, so I don't get it anyway. Yeah. That, oh, there we go. Damn it, I'll trade you. 
<laughs> for Kareem Hunt? No, yeah, I'll give you. Well, I'll give you whoever I get in the waiver wire for your record. And you get mine. That'll be good. That's Thank you, though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but still, the Steelers have not looked good in the last two games. Could they be good if their pass rush can win them a couple games and get them there? Yes, but it's not what I've seen. They have not looked good. It's a similar argument that we had last week to the Texans, where I don't think the Texans are a good team. You make points about they move the ball, they have some, some hope moments, but they don't move the ball in the red zone well. And the Colts mollywopped them because of it with Gardner Minshew. You know, because well, Richardson got a concussion. Richardson but, scored 21 points, though. I'm aware, but I'm just, just saying, like, the Texans still got beat by another team that looked middling. So at the moment, two weeks into things, I will take middling and maybe looking like they're putting some things together over I don't know what the hell you are. And that's my issue with the Raiders. The Raiders are a first-half team. They scored, what, a total of seven points in the second half in the first two games? And that was against the Broncos barely? So I can accept that argument, but that that's the exact opposite argument for the Steelers because we know who the Steelers are. Steelers are a dominant defensive team that their number one receiver is hurt and their their running back gives them nothing, so they're trying to get what they can get together offensively. But they're dominant defensively. But last year they were barely a 500 team because people were people thought last year that it was going to be Tomlin's first year where he didn't go at least even. And he managed to save his season more or less. And that was to. to everybody's surprise. But they still went but eight and nine, didn't they? Nine I think eight. they went nine and eight. No, I, I, I don't think they were nine. under 500. No, they were nine and eight. Trust me. I remember because it yeah. me. Because it, it, that whole rhetoric was that it was going to be Tomlin's worst season as a coach. Because He's never gone below 500. Yeah. Correct. And he still hasn't. But this year he might because the team hasn't changed enough. And if, if anything, it got a little worse. And I, that's that's where I'm at. I'm still looking at the last year's team being mediocre at best with a really good pass rush and TJ Watt, who's like a Lamborghini around a bunch of fucking, you know, Volkswagens. And, I was, I was you know, wrong. I was wrong. You're right. Nine and eight. Gotcha. But and now they still haven't looked good. They have done nothing to convince me the first half of the season or not first half, first two games of the season that they're turning it around. That's that's the one thing we'll never agree with, and it's all love. But mm-hmm. I just don't I don't see how you can take into account last year when it's a completely different team. I don't I I, I don't think once the new year starts, all that last year stuff goes in the, goes in the trash. See, you say that, but then most people also give the two Super Bowl contenders the benefit of the doubt moving into the season, which is still last year. You, you know what I mean? Like, people still go, oh, the Eagles and the Chiefs should still be good. They didn't lose a lot of pieces. They're still, like, the leaders of each each conference. And then well, they build from there, which well, is still basing things off of last year. Well, there's basing things on the roster you see on paper and basing things based on how they played last year. If you said, I'm looking at their roster and saying this is how I feel, I can argue that. But you said specifically the way they played last year. Well, yeah, I and I see that. And about the roster, I said, I don't think they've gotten much better, and I think they've gotten worse than they had last year. So I'm not going to run them down because I'm not going to pick through the Steelers to find tooth comb because they're not my yeah, team. Yeah. I don't care enough yeah. about the team. I could if you really wanted me to. but <laughs> I don't want to give the Steelers that much credit for anything. <laughs> that, that's fair. So just it's, it's still a very early snapshot because it's two weeks in. And I know you are more of a you, – you base it off of what they show you right now. 
Yeah. And I, I just can't process it that way. I see what's on paper, what they did in preseason, what, how everything kind of looks from where they were last year and what it's reflecting now. And like the bears are a perfect example of this. Cause those motherfuckers haven't won a game since October, almost a full fucking year. They haven't won a game since October or last year. Justin and Fields they still is, look like shit. Justin Fields has lost 10 starts in a row now. Um, and speaking of teams that are, that are poor. And by the way, the dynamic you guys have is excellent because I can just kind of ask the question. Andrew has his standby. Ray already knows how he feels. And a lot of times, since you guys look at it differently, it's fun because there is a lot of discrepancy, but when you guys do see something completely the same way or exactly the opposite, it's, it's a great dichotomy there. So that will continue to carry the show. And uh, I will, I will just fall back into uh, Packers comments and moderation um, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, tell me, give give us, give us from fifth worst to worst. Just, just tell us and tell us their movement and, and we'll comment on it after you tell us why they're the worst five. The Raiders are 28th as we already went over and that they were the biggest drop I had from last week. Panthers are 29, Bears are 30, Texans are 31, Cardinals are 32. You think the Bears are better right now than the Texans? I think the Bears have shown more life and more fight than the Texans have. And that that's where I'm looking at it with the two games. The Texans the Texans haven't scored as many points and they seem like they just roll over when the game starts to get out of hand. At least the Bears fight. Does Fields end up throwing interceptions? Yes. Do, do they just crumble? Does their offense do nothing? Does their defense try to keep them in there and just can't? Also, yes. But at least they're they're putting in a little more fight, a little more effort. And I feel like the Bears are going to get a win before the Texans do. Okay. That's kind of where I, I weigh it out. And then the Cardinals blow in a 20-point lead last week. They're they're the worst team in the league. Like, mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I told you last week, Caleb Williams already bought a house in, in Phoenix. <laughs> I feel sorry for that man because Arizona's got nothing going for it right now. And he's just going to die on that team. (laughs) It's hard to say who the worst team is. I mean, the bears are a very strong candidate in my mind. Um, The Cardinals are right there, especially like when does Kyler Murray come back week five? Sometime. Yeah. Sometime in the beginning. Do you think he's going to want to come back if they're own five looking like complete dog shit? I don't think he has a choice. I mean, you can get a work note. I don't really like consider Houston like, I mean, they're like in the bottom five, but I look at them like they got some really good young pieces that are already starting to do a few things on the field. I know it's against teams that aren't great, but you got to start somewhere like Houston put up some numbers in the passing game, didn't they? They had three guys around 100 yards. Stroud could throw the ball. I mean, Robert, you got to build on Robert. stuff like that with a very young team. So I almost oh, yeah. take them out of it by by proxy. You know what's funny is the Bengals and the Patriots are 0-2. Um, that's things you don't often say. Like I brought up before, the Chargers are 0-2. Uh, Sean Payton, I already said, is fucking, you know, putting some salt and pepper on his shoe because he's got his foot in his mouth. That's just the yeah, NFC. You, you just, just mentioned three teams that are really around that bottom five for me. I take the they're, Panthers. They're like 24, 26, 27, yeah. stuff like that. I take the Panthers in the same 
light of uh, the Texans as well with the young quarterback, who's actually had a little bit of success there. I think the Bucks are overrated. Sorry. Um, wow. Yeah. One loss, and suddenly you're just the negative Nancy. Look at that. I already but last, last year, week, the way they played. <laughs> you lose the Dirty Birds, and you just become a sour bitch. Look at that. <laughs> Dude, you beat the Vikings and the Bears. Come on. The Vikings made the playoffs last year. We didn't know that they would have no defense. Who would have thought there would come a string of runs where Vikings would lose one-score games after such a string of wins in one-score games? I mean, you lost by one point last week. Calm down. <laughs> you can go give me your comment on the next thing you would like to comment on. Fine, sir. No, I mean, like, it's, it is what it is. Like, I, I'm happy where the Bucks are. I'm not really going to toot the horn too much. They're, they're 2-0. No one expects them to be 2-0. Have they been weak opponents? Sure, but it's not like they've barely scraped by against weak opponents. It's been a total team effort with interceptions and sacks and good field position. So I think they've got a shot for the division. I ain't calling Super Bowl, but like I said on week zero, I'm, I, I think they have a shot at the playoffs if Baker can keep it together. And first two weeks of the season, Baker's looked like 2020 Baker again. I wonder All if there was until this week. Uh, That's going gonna... to be an interesting one. You're right. Ray, I'm going to give you the, the chance to finish off this segment here. Um, I wonder if at some point there could be a place where people could find said Andrew's list with such quips on each team. Um, that would be really cool, I think. Um, just throwing, Maybe. throwing that out there. Um, it's a thought. It's a thought. That'd be, yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, Ray, last, last thoughts here on the overall rankings as we head into – Week three, in your opinion, as before we go to commercial and come back and run down all these games we got this week, a good slate of games. Oh, that's going to answer me a question. Ah! No, I said your, um, your last thought on the overall structure of the rankings heading into week three. It's, it's week two, so I can't really criticize your list too much, although there are some people who are completely in different ways than I would have put it. But I am uh, looking forward to getting to a point where we'll start to see, you know, things start to filter into where they're going to kind of be going into the rest of the year. But one thing I know for sure, no matter what metric you put it, you look at it by, Baltimore is, is it should be in the five. All right. Well, there's, a, there's an argument for it. There's like, a legit argument for it and the fact mm -hmm. that you were waving your Ray Lewis jersey around before we started the show. And he's going to do it again. No shame. Hey, when you're undefeated, you're undefeated. Doesn't matter if it's 1-0 and or a perfect season. There it is. There he is. All right, proud I'm Just Bucks waiting fans. for you to do the Ray Lewis dance at some point before the show starts. Oh, no. I'm, I'm, I'm big and I'm lazy and I'm tired. I'm <laughs> we'll... we'll We'll go, we'll go to we'll go to break like this, you know. Proud Bucks fans and Ravens fans and confused Packer fans, stay tuned because when we come back, we're gonna run down the list of games here for week number three. This is Chairshot NFL right here on the Chairshot Radio Network. We shall return. This is your boy Kenny Killer telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. TheChairShot.com. Always 
Use your head. Cuidado, mucho cuidado, que estás tomando por un rumbo equivocado. Cuidado con tus mentiras, que yo las puedo adivinar cuando me miras. Cuidado, mucho cuidado. Que estoy de vuelta cuando tú ni has comenzado. I think I have executive decision into this is how we start running down the lead because we're talking about betting lines and you should take caution when you're betting on the NFL because you never know what's going to happen. Cuando me tengas que dejar a un lado, piensa que el mundo seguirá. Cuidado, indeed, as we run down. The slate of games for week three. I think that's a great thing. And then, you know, we can just do the short clip if we want to. Um, if, if we end up needing to explicitly tell people, cuidado. Ooh, it's a big I'm... luck, all right. Oh, 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 that's not the one. This is it. This is it you'll get. Cuidado. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just a little emotional. It's, it's, the cuidado is a little high right now. <laughs> Is that because of the first game we're going to have to talk about? <laughs> all right. As okay. we've done here all season on Chairshot NFL, we have come up with our locks of the week and, and, and thrown them out and, and surprised you with them while we run down the games. All right. And that's no different from this week. As we start in on the list of games, we start on a Thursday here for week three as the Giants go across the country. To yeah, take on I mean, the San Francisco there, There's 49ers. no disrespect here. Come on. We know that. Like, that, Saquon's and, oh, out. The yes. Giants look and like Andrew ass. is already talking to Ray about his disrespect thing. The over-under is 44. The Niners are favored by 10. Does anybody have a lock of the week here? I feel like it's too easy. Yeah, it's not fair. Like that, that. This is like beating up on the like JV team. Like, stop it. Like, Ooh, it's a big loss. Like you you right. could give the Giants twenty, and it's probably still gonna be a loss for them. That's why <laughs> this is my laying the lumber pick of the week. San Francisco minus ten. Lock it in. Lock it down. You got first pick. You got sponsored locks now. This week. Laying the lumber. Laying the you're, lumber you're, pick you're of the week. Yeah. You're lock sponsored now. That's my laying the lumber what, pick of the week. What lumber yard is uh, sponsoring you? Sponsored by Big Tony's Lumber. Oh, nice, nice. Fucking shout out to Big Tony. <laughs> this is Big Tony. I laid a lumber. What you need? Big Tony Mama Luke. <laughs> Y'all meatballs in my book. <laughs> uh, no, what do you uh, got? You, if you had to bet. If you had to bet. I mean, you don't have to lock it in. I'm not locking in anything but that. But if I had to bet, I think this game is... I think the Giants get some garbage points and Niners take them to the woodshed. I think this is over yeah. the Niners by double digits. Yeah, I agree. It's you. You don't really think. I know you love to be a contrarian, but you don't think the Giants are going to cover ten with I no mean... Saquon. The with, Giants with, okay, with Daniel so Turf Monster think, Jones. Is this like a, you really think? Ray, is this a case where you wouldn't bet? Because the line's so big, but you wouldn't necessarily say it's disrespectful. So on paper, yes, you're right. However, what we have seen from the Giants is they are absolutely a back against the wall short week. Um, 
Yeah, but um, um, east um, to west coast. What's the term? No, but what's the term that They're you call it? Playing the um, fucking 49ers. No, no, no. Hold on. What's the term that you use? Um, <laughs> that was pretty good, when, wasn't it, Andrew? The, no, the the term that you use uh, when run, teams run. score a lot of points when they're already blown out. Garbage points? I said that Giants. Yes, I, I said they Gi- are. I they said are. Giants will put up some of that, but I still think it'll be covered. Yes. I think that's why it goes over. I even put up garbage points in a division game when they usually play the Cowboys close. I can see like a thirty-eight to fourteen game here. They only came back against you know Kyler Murray's Call of Duty backups. Like that's about it. Like come on, dude. Debo Samuel is is legit healthy and back and hungry. And. Christian McCaffrey was running like a fucking angry man. Like I saw some of those stiff arms. Like I'll holy be honest shit, with when you. he's not injured, damn. I'll be, I'll be honest with you. I know I I funningly pick Seattle, right? But like, if Purdy, uh, Samuel, and and this is just a big butt, but I'll just say this: this is the way they're playing and the way they're coached and the team that they have. If Purdy, Samuel, McCaffrey, the majority of the starting offensive line and key players on defense stay healthy for San Francisco, they have to easily be the odds-on favor to win the Super Bowl right now. Yeah, I'd say that. But you're telling me if 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 the game ended 37-28, that's still a blowout. Mm. That's nine points. Giants don't score that many points. I'm talking they get to 14 right. because they score like a touchdown right. at the so like right t- before the half and then like in the like with five minutes to go in the game. I'll guarantee you this, and I'll put up real money if you want to bet this, Tony. The Giants score more than 14 points. Oh, I don't like that. But yeah, there's no way the Giants lose this game. Kick return, yeah. punt return, defensive touchdown. I mean, that's kind of where fumble. I'm thinking they're going to land is like 14, 17, somewhere in that. But what do you think is the most spawn points that the, here, here's, here's what, here's what I'm looking at, Ray, and, and we'll move on because we can't spend like forever on every yeah. game. Um, but I'm the only one that has a lock on this one. Uh, and it's my laying the lumber pick of the week. BTW uh-huh. sponsored by his Tony's lumber. Tony's I got, lumber. I got the lumber. How Big much you Tony. need? You're all meatballs to me. Uh, Lay the lumber boy. What do you think the most amount of points that the giants realistically score though, in this game? 2018, You think that's what they're going to score in this game? The giants. I think realistically they can score a lot of, I think realistically, when it's when it's in crunch pick, time, if yeah. you had to, for for a bet to win two to one and you had to be within three points, how many? What would you pick? Probably twenty one. Yeah, I think it's going to be. Okay, so by your logic, where you think a reasonable place of where they'll score points, I think the Giants or I think the Niners score more than thirty five points. So, that's why I would pick the over and the Niners to cover. Okay, you're probably right. I'm just saying Stranger Things. Not the TV show. Yeah, but you're talking about I a team frustrated that gave, Andrew you're talking, you're talking about a team that, You're talking about a team that gave up 28 points to the Cardinals. I'm the issue is not them giving up points. The issue is y'all think they're not going to score any. I, well, I think they they'll score you 17. Who's, who has a better defense, the Cowboys or the Niners? Cowboys, no question. But how? how but but the, you think they gave up zero, and the Cardinals gave up 31. Do you think the Niners would be somewhere closer to the Cowboys' amount of points or the Cardinals' amount of points they gave up with the Giants on a short week traveling across the coast? The Niners aren't scoring zero points. I see the smile we on your face. On means that. I have one. We can move on to the next one. 
What? <laughs> I can't, I want to book note this one and see who's right. But, well, we don't have to wait long. <laughs> we got a day. Yeah. We right. got one day. Okay. Before we before and we go the any NFL farther, invents though. a mercy rule for the fucking Giants. That's when <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> this ain't the game for the mercy rule. The game for the mercy rule is later on in the week. Okay, you got a point there. Hold on, I gotta check something here. Okay, yeah, so that didn't work out. There's a lot of big spreads this week, though, so it's kind of ridiculous. It really is, and the sad thing is, they are making me rethink my disrespectful claims. Okay, so before we do that, we have to hold we have to hold ourselves accountable, and I should have started the segment with this, and I'll have to remember to do that from now on. So we do we do keep track of our locks of the week picks and and what our record is. And I told I you two last week. I told you that um, week one, Andrew was two and one, and I was one and two. Yep, I'm week, one and two. Week two. Week two, Ray's zero oh and three. Andrew's one and two. Damn. Tony one one and one because the freaking who tied? The Giants pushed. didn't. He probably the, pushed over under. The Giants didn't cover, and Philly won by six. Oh, exactly. Oh, we got exactsies. Yeah. No big deal. Oh, three? God damn. Yeah, so you lost. Three and three overall. Look at you, that. Well, here's the thing, Ray. You, you you want to know why you're rethinking your disrespectfulness is because Vegas they got nine and a half last week and the other team covered, and the Jets well they got nine last week and well the other team covered, and you picked, you took the points, man, and it didn't work out for you. But we can keep moving. We can keep moving. That's the lame like lumber pick of the week. Oh. I don't like. <laughs> Uh, let's start with it. It shows up first on mine because it's a fit, one of the favorites in my app, and they were playing a noon game. Packers host the Saints. I don't. Oh, that's I, where you're at. I don't really care. Um, I wouldn't touch this game if I was betting with your Same. money. Um, I expect the Saints to come in and win. To be honest with you, but we'll, the Packers could win at home. We'll see. Over under is uh forty two and a half. I under could easily happen here the saints have won both their games with 21 or less points so their defense has been decent like it's impressive like i knew they were gonna have a decent defense but like they, they've held up more than i was expecting so i think the saints win this game as well but it's gonna be close both teams are pretty even on paper i think are christian watson and aaron jones playing I don't know yet. Do I don't think have? so. Then if they don't play, it's the Saints. It's the Saints game to to, to lose. Um, I like that stat you just hit, Andrew, with both twenty-one game, twenty-one points or less. Um, the Pack can put up some points. I think they they have a sneaky talented team. Yeah, yeah I I wouldn't put no money on this, but if I had to, I I just take the Saints. All right. Uh, so Watson looks like he's a maybe, but Jones didn't even practice yeah, today. Yeah, as of Wednesday afternoon, Jones no practice, Bakhtiari no practice, Jenkins no practice. Um, a lot of uh, Jenkins is going to be out for a while. Uh, the the story with Bakhtiari is a lot of people think he's protesting the turf thing and not going to play on turf, so that he never practices anywhere anymore. By the way, and if you watch, well, him he's play, in year twenty five. Yeah, something oh, like that, yeah. Know, but that dude in his day was so good. But Elton Jenkins doesn't He's not look like bad now, but the point is he doesn't need to practice because he's fucking in year 25. Christian Watson being a full practice, he will play. He's been itching to play. I think they've been holding him back. 
Wait, what did you see that said full practice? What I say, saw said individual drills, which is just like wind sprints and cone shit, and uh, like the latter. On CBS Sports, on a positive note, Christian Watson was a, was a full participant after missing the Packers' first two games with a hand, hamstring injury. Oh. This is uh, I healthy. Your I article is better than mine. This is four hours. This is four hours ago by Brian Diardo. CBS. A healthy Watson and a healthy Dobbs should be fun for uh, Jordan Love to throw to. So it's another target. It's interesting to see though. If they can't run the ball, it's not going to mean anything because it means they can't stay on the field. And the defense is already clearly shown by blowing a 12-point lead in the fourth quarter. They can't get off the field against a team that's not that good in the Atlanta Falcons. Yep. <sighs> I mean, it was exactly what you thought of for the Packers in the beginning of the year. Yeah. Come on. Bring it in, bro. Bring it in. You have eight or nine number one or first round picks or whatever the fuck I, is I told on, Packers on the defense. Fans, and... This will be, <laughs> be my one for the for the rundown of the games, but I've already told Packle fans. Cuidado. Your helmets are yellow. Yeah, they're not made of cheese on the mm. field. Off the field, they are. No, that'd be queso, not cuidado. Ah! Queso cabeza. <laughs> ah! Queso cabeza. Queso cabeza del queso. That's how you would say cheese. Ah! Ah! All right, the next... Get your luchador. That's one of the Hola, best fake laughs ever, Ray. That's one of the best fake laughs ever. Queso mascara. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. All right, guys, talk about... A matchup that's really interesting here, and I hope Anthony Richardson comes back because that kid looks like a stud. I mean, he looks like he's dominant in the run. He reminds me like a fast Cam Newton, to be honest with you. He's so big. He's clearly got the offensive weapons. I think the more he grasps an NFL defensive, different defensive schemes, and it just becomes natural for him because I don't think he had a lot of college experience either. So that's an interesting matchup where you have the established kind of reigning uh, quarterback king of running that can also throw the ball, reigning MVP. Ray, I mean, Andrew, where do you – you get the Ravens six. Ray, where would you have had the Ravens this week? Four, three? Probably not one or two? No, it, it, I, between five and six because – and okay, I say I this you. truly lovingly. Don't bring that boy to the bank. Do not bring that boy to the bank. This is one of few teams historically you already don't play uh, rookies against. You're going to bring a rookie and an injured rookie? At the, well, don't bring that boy to the then, bank. Then, to, then talk to me about the Ravens covering seven and a half points over under 45. I mean, the Colts, do they can they keep it within a touchdown? If they can, that's a cover. And then what about the over under 45 here? So two stats for you. Number one. 74, 74.5%. Lamar is completing 74.5% of his passes right now. Right now, he is as locked in as he's been. And we're only getting better. You know, uh, we got to replace Lindy, the center. We had to replace um, Ronnie Stanley, the left tackle. So the backups who have been with the team for years, so there's some synergy there. Getting mm-hmm. comfortable. All the receivers are healthy. Odell may not play. Don't need him. Um, so, but Lamar feels like himself again. Um, the rest is off a bit because he didn't play any preseason. Secondly, Marlon Humphrey will play this week. 
don't bring that boy to the bank. I'm not arguing with you there, especially because Minshew is no slouch. When you got a backup that like Minshew, who didn't play bad in you know his his role week two, has never really played bad even in those couple games with the Eagles. And sure they lost, but that was more just like weird fluky schemes and like he took a couple bad sacks when the line just decided to crumble on him because he's not as mobile as Hurts or something like that. But uh, Minshew's scrappy. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the Colts can cover, what is it, seven and a half, you said? Or seven six? And or seven and a half. So, like, I feel like the Colts could cover seven and a half, but it's also going to be with some garbage time. Probably a garbage touchdown. I feel like the Ravens will be up by, like, 10 or 14, and Minshew will try something, and they'll get a touchdown. They'll get it close, but then Ravens will just run out the clock. So. That's so not going to have to happen because, again, the Ravens are a, 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 a the quintessential bend-don't-break defense, mm-hmm. and their red zone defense is usually top five in the league every oh, year. It's been good so far this year, too. Yeah. So that's why, like, I think Minshew's scrappiness is what leans me towards picking the Colts with the points, but I cool. still think the Ravens are winning the game on paper. Like, yeah. as in who's winning, winning, it's the Ravens. But for betting reasons, I think I will take the points and the Colts if it's Minshew that starts. It's if the they right start choice. Richardson, then all bets are off. It's and the right by choice. that, I mean the Ravens are just going to kill the kid and then it's going to be a bigger, bigger gap. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's absolutely the right choice to take the, to take the Colts um, plus seven and a half because it's too big of a spread to not. But I think the Ravens show you why that spread is that high this week. That's fair. I I wouldn't touch this game on the over-under or the point spread because I could see the Ravens winning by seven. Uh, they just struggle sometimes for no reason, and I don't think the Colts yeah. are bad. I think they're kind of a little bit better than like the Panthers situation and, and, the, and the Texans situation. I could see this game easily being under if I had to bet anything. If they said, here, here's money you have to bet on some point of this here, that would be what I do, but I still don't want to touch it. I, I think it could go over as well. So that's just kind of where I'm at on that game. Um, mm-hmm. Any last thoughts, Ray, on your, on your Ravens before we move along? Um. Zay Flowers is going to be a household name, Bowie Craft. Zay Flowers looks good. I can't disagree with you. Wish I would have drafted him. He better him. be. If he doesn't get hurt this season, then yeah, you're right. All right. Well, let's move on to the next game here, another 1 o'clock Eastern game. The Titans at the Browns. Nick Chubb, the whole horrific injury. Kareem Hunt now on the team. We'll see who leads the way there. Deshaun Foster has uh, – uh, Deshaun Watson, sorry, Deshaun Foster, has not looked... Wow, that's a throwback. Yeah, right, uh, has not looked great uh, this season, in my opinion. The Titans, I don't know, they look able to be better than I expected. Um, what do you guys think here? Because the uh, the Browns are given three and a half points, to so three and a half point favorites, over under 39 and a half. Andrew? Yeah, I, I don't trust the Browns at the moment. Like, I've, I've got them middling just because of everything you said. When they've got their running game going and they can lean a bit on the defense, like Miles Garrett just murdering kids, like, then they're fine. Because, you know, Deshaun Watson didn't have to do a ton week one. He was relied on a little more week two and looked completely inept. So either he's going to just turn it around and figure it out because it is kind of, 
you know, he, he I think he's still kind of getting back in the rhythm. He only had what six games last year, and then a little bit of preseason and a couple games here after like three years off, basically. So he he still has to work himself back into rhythm. I don't know if that happens this week. I don't think it happens this week because the Titans' defense is usually solid, and as long as Tannehill remembers what team he plays for, I think the Titans are going to end up winning that game. The Titans' defense is solid. The Browns' defense is dominant. Yes. Um, so three things about this game that, that tells me Browns. One, when in doubt, think about the home team. Browns are at home, and as much as I hate that team, Paul Brown Stadium usually, I think that's the stadium it's called, is usually pretty fucking loud. So that's going to help. Two, again, the dominant defense, Miles um, Garrett out there literally cross doing crossovers on boys. And thirdly, I think because Nick Chubb is so prep is such so prominent, it makes you forget Jerome Ford is a very capable backup. And he showed you in that game Monday night. Jerome Ford had over hundred yards. Jerome Ford looked really good. Mm-hmm. And Jerome Ford has um yard has uh yards after the catch. Uh, ability. I think he can catch out the backfield a little better than Chubb may have. So you get that and you get a guy who you know can do those things and Kareem Hunt, he won't be Kareem Hunt that we know is coming back first week. But I think they still, their offense will still be pretty potent. Now, not that it was potent to begin with because Watson isn't great yeah. right now. But I, I, I think the Browns will win this game pretty handily. We couldn't be further from the same opinion, my friend Ray Cash, but I still love you, and you knew that already. I think the loss that the Titans sustained to the Saints, one-point loss, and the victory over the Chargers, who I well, we all think is better than their 0-2 record in overtime, is way better of a resume going into this game than the Browns. Um, I mean, I just looked it up, and I had it. I was all ready to go, and I fucked my whole take up. I think the Browns. Good job. I think the Bengals are 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 really struggling early, and we can already tell that. I think that win was was less of who they are, and I think the loss to the Steelers, who I don't think are that great, is more of who um, the Browns will be, especially without their star Nick Chubb. And that's why I'm making this woof woof. My barking dog. Let's take the points. Tennessee plus three and a half lock of the week. That's right, right there. Rough rough barking dog. Sponsored pick of the week. Sponsored by Clifford. Plus, yeah, the plus, big red barking dog. Yeah, plus three and a half. Somebody's got to bring in the money. All right, there you go. That's I don't know what that means. I have no idea. I mean, you're two, three, and one so far on your lock. So don't say someone's got to bring in the money because that's working not your on picks it. at the moment. I'm working on it. I, is, do you have Hopefully a better this record? Better for you than the last two. Do you have a better <laughs> record than me? By by how much? Ray is not looking great. I can tell you that. I have, I have a better record than you, I guess, by like a half a game because I'm three and three. All right. All right. So you're only down the juice. I'm down one game of increments of betting discs. That's how you yeah. got to look at it. You know, especially when you get to the tables in Vegas, it's so much easier to throw the chips out there. Because like, ah, oh, this isn't really money. There's only chips. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. That's why the casinos keep getting bigger. Right, anyway, we're going to talk about betting on these <laughs> games. Uh, here's an interesting game. And I think the odds makers think it's so as well. The over-under is 46. The home team, the Detroit Lions, are minus three, coming off a nice win, followed up by a, or coming off a tough loss, followed by a really nice win. Um, the Falcons, 
2-0. and How much do we believe in the Falcons on the road against Detroit? Andrew? Not... Oh, sorry. Did it start with Andrew Yeah, no, no, no. Start, start with uh, Ray. No, go ahead, Ray. Sorry. How much we believe in the Falcons? Not get, not getting three points or giving whatever, whatever the term is. Not <laughs> plus three points in Detroit. No, we don't believe them that much. That's you, blasphemy. So you think Detroit wins by more than three? This is essentially Vegas telling us they're the same team. They're equal. I understand. Uh, yeah, that's why I said it's interesting. Yeah, so they are not this, equal teams. So you got—is that a lock of the week for you, Detroit? I, you, we got no locks I, from you guys yet. I got better locks. I got better locks. I know you got better keys because you're better friends with Cristobal than I am. But whatever, I'm working on it. My boy, been, my boy, been busy. Andrew. Yeah, I mean, I, I I more or less agree with Ray here. Is that the Falcons are a young team? They look good. They've gotten some gritty wins. But they still have a lot of growing pains, and I think the Lions went through a lot of their growing pains last year, and we saw that week one. Week two was a little bit of a stumble, but I, I think at home against the team equal or a little worse, however you want to air quotes that, I think the Lions win this by more than three. So I, I think the Lions got it. Okay. And it's not a lock. It's just where how I feel. <laughs> I would say over in the Lions. Yeah, that's where I'd be on this one, if I had to bet it. How about them Texans we talked about? Young, upcoming team, kind of facing a team that they're trying to move in the same direction as in the Jacksonville Jaguars. Because we all believe a little bit more in Jacksonville. You know, they had they had a little of success last season. And now mm-hmm. they're at home, taking on the Texans in the game they're expected to win. Minus 9.5. 9.5 point favorites. And I think that's pretty pretty perfect of a line to put out if you're Vegas, right? You either believe in the Jags or you don't, and that's a pretty decisive one. That's like 9.99. It's not 10 bucks. You know, you, if you if you don't lose by 10, you cover. If you win by 10, you cover on the other side over under 44. I think we see four over. I think I think the smart bet here for me if I had to bet would be over. I like the Jags to win, probably cover. <sighs> This is the closest, I think, out of most of the, the bigger disrespect lines. This this is the one that I've been waffling with the most in my head because as much as I'm on that whole train of the Texans are not a very good team, I do recognize they have their moments, and the Jaguars' defense doesn't always have good moments. Like The Jaguars' defense is a little spotty sometimes, so one of those big throws from Stroud could turn into a 60-yard touchdown where it would only be like a 40-yard gain against the better team. Nine and a half is a lot. I may regret this, but I think I'm going to take the Texans. Let's go. Because I agree. Nine and a half is too much. And I think the Jaguars are good enough to, to hit that mark. But the Texans are scrappy and they're competitive. And Tankdale, Nico Mannion, and like Nico Mannion, Nico Collins. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. basketball. Nico Collins <laughs> and Robert Woods are. Didn't they all three of them put up 100 yards separate last week? Like they're Something putting like up that. really good numbers, bro. And I, I just, I, I like what the Texans are building. I know they're still years away, but I think that the fight that Nico has put in them 
that is that he's teaching these kids uh, is resonating because they're fighting to the very last snap. Um, and I mean, no disrespect to the Jaguars, they're going to beat them by seven. Eight. It's still a division game too, so that they usually that's close. Yep, yep. Nine and a half is too much for me. I don't feel good yeah. with that, about that. Not a lock, but I, I think, yeah, we, we're in unison with the pick and the Texans. It's not a lock for you, right, Ray? No, no, God, no. Okay. I wouldn't touch this with a 10 foot pole for money. Agreed. <laughs> All right. I hear you. Let's move on. Broncos at Dolphins couldn't be more opposite of starts here. Dolphins look like they got a really good offense. I mean, that coach of theirs is just uh, – you see him running away from the camera at halftime last week? I thought that was hilarious. Dolphins minus 6.5, another 9.99 kind of bet prop there, you know, uh, over yeah. under 48.5. Uh, go ahead, Andrew. Uh, this is rough because, what, the Broncos have only lost, what, their two games by three points? Yeah. A total of three points, right? They lost by trash. two and they lost by one, but at least they can score this year. Like the, for the longest time last year, they couldn't score. And like, I think what the joke was that uh, Russell Wilson had more bathrooms in his house and he did touchdown passes for like 80% of the season. So six and a half feels like a lot. The Dolphins have looked good though. Yeah. I could see a world where the Broncos cover, or, you know what I mean, where they, they have the points and they, they actually win odds-wise. But I, I, I'm not confident enough in them anymore, so I'm just going to go with the Dolphins, assuming Tua doesn't get injured at some point. Let me say this very clearly so all of you can hear me. Testing. One, two, three, can you hear me? Yeah, you're coming in clear. You will not hear me in many cases in most cases pick Russell Wilson and the Denver Badcoats. Nope. Not me. Right now Tua thinks he's Hawaiian uh, Dan Marino. Good for him. Oh, so Waddle. he's not going to win a Super Bowl either? No. Well, that, that, <laughs> that's, that's a fantastic take. I do, I do think that his career probably falls in the same Thing, yeah, he he's gonna. He, I'm Marino made a Super Bowl. He just lost it, right? Yes, correct. Eighty three, um, eighty four, The year after they won the 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 went undefeated, right? Wasn't it the year after? No, they went undefeated in the seventies with Greasy. Oh, okay. Well, I know he made it. Um, anyway, long story short, I got the Dolphins. I do not I do not believe in the Broncos. I do not believe in Russell Wilson. I do not believe in Broncos country. I don't want to ride. I got a car. I I'm, 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 don't believe him at all. And I do not believe in Sean Payton, who should have stayed his ass at home and waited for Brandon Staley to get fired. Because that's where he really wants to be. Yeah. I'm, I'm not completely off the Broncos wagon, but I need to see them start winning instead of losing by a point or two to teams that they shouldn't be losing to if, you know, Payton's trying to instill this, this new mentality and all that other stuff. So... I yeah, Broncos need to figure it the fuck out and get out behind like the curse of fucking John Elway's ego and Peyton Manning's forehead. So let, let's Russell fucking Wilson. get over this. I see Owen three. Yeah. Bathrooms and babies. I see Owen three. <laughs> yeah. I see Owen three in their future for sure. 
the, the Broncos are never going to be successful until he decides to call that baby by his name. That baby name is Future. All right, let's move on. Two teams with uh, very disappointing starts that had a lot of success in recent past. The Chargers at Minnesota to take on the Vikings. Both teams 0-2. Vegas just said you you pick. We don't know. I mean, it, fuck it. You just pick yeah, it. Yeah, fuck you, Vegas. Uh, over yeah, yeah. over uh, under fifty four here. Week. I would probably take the Chargers to be honest with you. Um, they give me are the over. international sign for choking. Give me the over, but I pick the over way too much, uh, more than I should. So there you go. If anybody's <laughs> wearing a Justin Herbert jersey, you might just want to check to make sure they're not choking on something. Jesus fucking Christ, like. The Vikings don't have much of a defense. Cam Akers may change the offense to be a little more balanced. Who knows? Because they haven't been able to run the fucking ball. So I think I have a little more faith in Captain Kirk and the Vikings than the Chargers. Just because the Chargers invent ways to lose games. Like, they don't even lose them straight up. They lose them in the dumbest fucking ways. So if this is one point, who cares? I'm, I'm taking the Vikings. You remember that Monday night game? A few years ago, when Jared Goff outdueled and and the uh, Rams outdueled uh, the Chiefs fifty four to fifty one. Yes. And they just kept putting up points, kept putting up points, and everybody was like, "Oh my God!" Right? Remember that game? Yep, yep. I think they were still at the Home Depot Stadium. They hadn't got to uh, SoFi yet because I know Floyd was like drinking, sitting sitting at a bar table, like right at the end zone, random stuff. This is that. If the over is fifty four, if the over was seventy five, I'd still consider the over. <laughs> <laughs> like they are going to put up points. They gonna sling the ball. And and two things you know, a lot of points will be made and there'll be no defense whatsoever. Um and who do you and who do I trust more? I trust Justin Herbert more than I trust Kirk Cousins, but I trust Kevin O'Connor more than I trust uh Brandon Staley. Um and I and, and I, I Look, man, you you try to make me believe it, make me believe believer in in in, in uh, Sharif Abdur cousin. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm a rock with him this week, dog. He, okay, okay. I, he, I'm with you, dog. I like I, that apparently this week. I'm with it. You like that? I like that. Okay, he, you like that. Now let's just hope he doesn't make me look like a fucking dumbass. <laughs> Fifty-one to three. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's gonna be. It's gonna be a shootout. The Vikings are a better team. Get completely fucking dumpster fucked. It's like oh, four, okay, okay. Four, four like four turnovers are <laughs> <and> just horrible. <laughs> All right, we're gonna move on to our next matchup. And speaking of starting zero and two, this team hasn't done it, I believe, since I've seen a stat since two thousand one. And I don't think Bill Belichick has ever started zero and three. They're gonna take on the one and one New York Jets. In New Jersey, gentlemen. Well, let me just let me just throw this out here first. Um, the Jets are plus two and a half. Jets are getting two and a half. The Patriots are favored. The over under is thirty seven. Ray, is this a lock of the week for you? It, it sounded like. I'm looking for some keys to do a lock thing, but it's not Ooh, working. It's a big but lock, yes. all right. It's big. It's almost big. I got. I got Pats. You're gonna love. You're gonna love. But you're gonna love my lock. I have the Pats and the Jets under 37. Oh wow! All right, there you go. That's your lock. Battle of attrition. Yes. <laughs> I don't hate it. I do. Now, now, 
let it be said, the pa- the Patriots have lost, but but Bill Belichick is out there coaching. They are playing well. They're just mm-hmm. being beat by better teams, and there's yeah. one mistake they make. But the one thing they have not done this year that is completely weird, they have not run the ball well. Both teams are going to run the ever-loving poop. Basura. Basura is shit. That's trash. That, yes, shit. Out of the ball. Yes. Kaka is the nicer one, but... Or, or uh, Cleveland Browns, out of the ball. Wow. <laughs> so, so, Ramondre Stevenson, 30 carries. Zeke, 15 carries. Brees Hall, you, you've been complaining? 25 carries. Dalvin Cook, you old. You can get 20 carries. That's what we're going to get. So, I see this being a battle of attrition. Uh, this game may even, maybe even finish in two hours. Because it's just going to be a lot of this. And a lot of that. So I got them under. I got the Patriots and the Jets under 37 total. I got the Pats winning the game because they're a better team. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, that's where I was going with my lock, too. I was going with my lock for the Patriots winning instead that, of the that's under. That's your first lock? So, yeah. Okay. Boom. New England minus two and a half for Andrew. Wilson's got a uh, Ray's got the uh, Ray's, to me. Ray's got the under 37 <laughs> in this game and I got to tell you what I got to round out my locks of the week because nothing seemed finer than New England not going on three taking on the the Jets that just won't have an offense against Belichick here I can tell you that right now I will lay the two and a half and this is officially the third pick it's the Tunny makes you money pick of the week right there New England minus two and a half. So let me just let me just we're laying the lumber. Spo- rough, rough, sponsored, and, and and Tony makes you money. Sponsored by DPP. Yeah. I, I think this is the first time all three of us actually locked the same game. Maybe I for different so. reasons, but like for all for the same game. Yeah. All right. Let's stay with the team from the AFC East, but they're going to travel not too far, but over to the NFC and right there on the East Coast against the Washington Commanders. Commanders are catching six and a half. Bills are favored by just under a touchdown here. Over under 43 and a half. Ray, go ahead. Really? You lead us off here. You got a, you got a lock coming in. You, you want to talk about the game or you want the lock first? What you want? Well, give us the give us your lock and then tell us why. Ooh, that's a big lock. I got. Right. Oh, you don't write as big as you want. I I got the commies plus six and a half. Oh boy. I got... hate to say this because my team shares a state with these fools. And respect to to the conciliary of the family, Dave Ungar. By the way, we forgot to wish him a happy Rosh Hashanah last week. So, oh, that's that's uh, the the Road Warriors' favorite uh, Jewish holiday. I believe it. What a Rosh Hashanah! Oh, what a Rosh Hashanah! Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's actually pretty good. Thank you. Um, Do you know what lumberjacks I say believe- in the in the spooky forest? Tim Burton. Oh God, that's so bad. That's so bad. Um, I hate to say this, y'all. I believe in Sam Howell. I Sam Howell reminds me a lot of Chad Pennington, and that boys want to play for that dude, and he is not talented, but he is gonna go. Out. Chad, Chad Pennington couldn't throw the ball 
to my door. <laughs> but well, and on the contrary, he's not there and he got it. And on the contrary, Uncle Rico th- could throw a football over a mountain. So, now, now to be fair, Chad Pennington could throw it to your door, but he couldn't throw it down your hallway. That's yeah. how that works. <laughs> fair, fair enough. But he could hit my keyhole from down the hallway. Uh, are, we, are, um, we still, are we still talking about football? I'm not I'm sure because we're talking about big locks and hitting keyholes now. Things. So, yeah. okay. um, no, but all jokes aside, I believe I believe the commanders are more um, competitive than people are giving them credit for. I believe in Sam Howell, and we have not. Nobody's talking about the B enemy factor. He is showing his worth, and I think he will continue to do that. For a team that looked good last week, but still has a ton of questions. For all we know, Josh Allen might pop up and throw five t- five t- uh, interceptions. We don't I mean, know. Anytime you can He's, go on the road, they're not consistent and, right now. Yeah, anytime you can go on the road and put up thirty-five, I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to discredit anything you just said, Ray, because that those were all solid points. I still don't believe in Sam Howell the way you do, or the commies. So. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm riding with the Bills, even giving up the six and a half, because if if good Josh Allen shows up, he'll throw three or four touchdowns and maybe one pick. If bad Josh Allen throws up, it'll be the inverse. So we'll we'll, we'll see if we get Josh Allen or like nega Josh Allen or something like that. <laughs> All right, folks, before we head into the late afternoon games, we're going to head to a quick commercial break. And don't forget about ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. TheChairShot.com as well. Plenty of great opinions and analysis, and you can always find our podcast there. In addition to all of your favorite streaming platforms on ChairShot Radio Network. That's right. PC Tunney, Andrew Belaz, Ray Cash right here. ChairShot NFL. When we come back, the rest of the slate of games here for week number Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Not a sports fan, huh? Sports, 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 sports. Ooh, that's a big lock, all right. All right, welcome back here. Let's get into the action. That's just laying the lumber. You and Tony from Tony's Lumber should get together, Ray. It sounds like it's just it's just it's like instead of like you remember Night at the Roxbury, it's just Ray and Tony walking up to random people in the street. And Ray's just like, oh, it's a big lock. All right. And Tony's like, you need some lumber? I laid a lumber. <laughs> oh, yeah. All we need is a plumber. Uh, Steven Regal. Put, put Steven Regal in that hard hat and flannel. Get him over there. He's the plumber electrician. He's a man. They're all Such man's men. Okay, let's get <laughs> here. Enough with the shenanigans. Cuidado. Cuidado. So that was just us on the shenanigans, Cuidado. Okay. What more person says shenanigans? Um, Farva. <laughs> What's the place you like yeah. with the mozzarella sticks and all Whoa. the shit on the wall? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not going to play it. Panthers, Seahawks here. Seahawks uh, favored by six, over under 42. 
there's nothing in me that believes that traveling across the co uh, coast to coast and being a young team translates in losing by less than a touchdown, especially Seattle getting the momentum switch right back around after a disappointing week one. Ding, 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 ding. Sorry. Sorry. I just had to, I, I, I tried to stretch it in there, you know, let you get it out. I'll give you but... some banjos. Well, why? Yeehaw! It's Ray Cash's Lock of the Week, everybody! No! <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. It's like... I don't... I don't, I don't live that deep in the South. Don't do that. I'm not from Alabama. <laughs> I was just going to say it's the banjo bed of the week. It's fun. It's the sound I, I had. It's the sound I had. Why are you offended? I'm so low-key offended, offended that I'm backwoods right now. <laughs> backwoods well, Ray, really banjo pick of the week. can't be classy. Like, okay, it's Braves Marvel pick of the week. He's just clicking trash now, y'all. It's the Rays, Dan Campbell, pick uh, of the week. We're going to kick you in the teeth, all right? And when you punch us back, we're going to smile at you. And when you knock us down, we're going to get up. And on the way up, we're going to buy you. Who are you going to call off, for a pick? All right. Ray Cash. It's got to be the picks. Yo, Mars Blackman here with my main man, Michael Jordan. Yo, Mike, what makes you the best player in the universe? Is it the vicious stumps? Wow, I feel picked. How did all of this trouble begin? Living in America. I got a list of picks. Hold one. Arm drag. Good God, these picks will break Hold you in two. now. What do you got, Ray? What's your pick this week? That was fun. The I haven't had a chance to do that in a while, by the way. The thoughts of Percival Charles Tenney do not reflect those of the Chairshot NFL radio show. Can we just can we analyze uh, that bit? Radio or the Chairshot.com. Can we just really quickly microanalyze that bit? Like at, early on, it was like, oh, that was kind of funny, and then it was like, oh no, this is not. And then, but by the end, you were like, this wasn't bad, right? No, it was pretty bad. Oh, pretty bad. But it made me smile because it's you, because how bad it was. Um, yeah, football. Seahawks. We're Seahawks talking about football, right? Football. That's what we're doing on this show. Football. <laughs> you worked with Tony longer than me, Andrew. So you Shit, all right, you got a point there. Fuck. Um, Seattle minus six. They're a better team. Geno Smith continues to shut me up. I continue to write him off, and apparently he didn't learn how to read or write, so he doesn't write back. So you got the Seahawks giving the points? Yes. Is that how you say it? Giving the point. So I have the Seahawks minus six. How yeah. about that? Yeah. Whatever well, the giving and the getting. Yeah, but at the end of the game, when the score is settled, would you rather be giving points or getting points? I'd rather have a big lock. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm just going to write you yeah. Seattle minus six and call it a day. Uh, I got nothing to add to this. Just move on. Let's pick the Seahawks and keep it going. What the fuck? Okay. Right. I don't even think Panthers fans think they got a shot, bro. So I mean, let's keep it. A mo- let's keep it moving. I think the next two games. I don't know if there's going to be. Well, we'll find out. We'll kind of do these together here because then we got. We not don't have to talk about them, Tony. Just don't even do it. Just. Just skip those two. Just skip them. Look, Are there locks? Those there? of you at home know what we're talking about. Are there locks? They there? should be. 
There, Jesus. Andrew, Jesus, Andrew, Andrew has two. unless Jesus decides to come down and play for the Bears or the Cardinals. Okay. I don't care how many points the glad fucking we all, Cowboys and Chiefs are giving. I'm glad we all are synchronized on where we're looking for these games because this makes if it Jesus a lot easier. Was, if Jesus was a football player, what would he be? A receiver? What about the time the Onion wrote an article about Jesus being in the NBA? Like he was a mild-mannered, small forward swing man out of uh, you know Texas Christian University, averaged 17 and a half points. He was like kind of super, you know, known for getting a lot of steals, being really scrappy. But one night. In Atlanta, Kevin Willis used the Lord's name in vain, and he went off for 50. What the fuck did you just say? There's Starting a, there's, for the Bethlehem Big Shot. Have you ever heard Have you ever heard of The Onion? Yeah. Unfortunately. Okay, yeah. there's that, an article they legit lo- wrote about that kind of... Well, I, yeah, oh, legit spoof. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I got it. Yeah, they really uh, wrote an article like that. Yeah. They also, kay. my personal favorite ever was, uh, there was an article where there was a picture of this lady... And the and like the the sub headline was um, my computer hates me. And then right underneath it, there was a picture of her computer. And the subline next to that one said, "I hate that bitch." <laughs> <coughs> That's good, folks. You cast a big enough net, sometimes you catch a fish. That's the truth. True, true. And you you got a, you have a net the size of Lake Michigan. I, I just gotta say that credit. that previous whole comedic outburst was my analogy of. Probably what's going to be the results of the Cowboys at the Cardinals and the Bears at the Chiefs. I still wouldn't touch any parts of any of these games. Nope. I feel sorry for those people who live in Chicago, Arizona, Kansas City, or Dallas. Because you have nothing to watch. Cowboys. So we uh, feel sorry for most of the DeMarco show, right? Cowboys minus 12. (laughs) Chiefs minus 12 and a half. If you had to bet on anything, do you think it would be the the over forty three in the Cowboys game? Forty seven in the I Bears would... Chiefs, by the way. If I had to bet anything, I think I bet the over forty three. If you had to bet one of the four, what would you bet, though? I'd bet the over on the Chiefs if I had to bet, because the Cowboys could just easily win that game twenty eight to three. Like they don't need to score forty points, and the Cardinals might struggle to score a touchdown. Well, they beat, <laughs> the, they beat the Giants forty to nothing. Exactly I, my point. The I would bet, a twenty point lead against the Giants. <laughs> I would I would bet the over three and a half ugly looks that Justin Fields gives his offense coordinator. You know, I saw some really fucked up stat that Justin Fields is the same win loss as Blaine Gabbert when he was starting for the fucking Jags. It was bad. That's like five and seventeen or some some inane shit like that. I'm like, what the fuck? It's like when you're bringing up Blaine Gabbert in any other role aside from being like Tom Brady's backup for fucking three years, like that's that's bad. Okay, there are two Monday night football games again. Um, how do you guys feel about that? I mean, I think it's the I think it's the strike thing. I think because ABC needs the content and ESPN doesn't mind because they still get a football game anyway. And with the ESPN two Manning cast, it's just like they get all the eyeballs. Well, Fine. the first the, the first week is the first. Well, whatever the first Monday night game is, it's always every year's too. Yeah. So I'm that I have no problem with that. I don't want it every week though. I'm kills not against it. it. It kills the night. I don't want to watch two games on Monday night. I want to watch. I want to watch Raw and then put the other game on my phone. 
Get another yeah, but TV. Then you get multiple options. Get another TV. Get slow at certain points. Get another TV. Get another TV. Well, then, for a well, then for, it, it, for fifty bucks well, you can get a twenty-inch TV. Well, hold on. First and foremost, you see my setup. I have three monitors on my. Well, then, what my are you desk fucking lying about? What you lying about I'm, then? If 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 he if has I'm, a system, Tony. Got a system. I got a system, system, bro. I have a system. Um, if, if I get bored watching Raw and 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 that, I'll just watch All American when it comes back out. Yeah. Ray is a system quarterback. We understand that right oh, now. Okay. So <laughs> if if you take him out of his watch Raw and watch football game on his phone, then he just starts fumbling, throwing picks. <laughs> I'm Justin Fields. <laughs> poor poor bastard. <laughs> Well, he has so way, much potential and just got fucking sent to his shit dog, game. I'm so glad you said that. If you get him out of Chicago, he will be really good. But you gotta undo a lot. Like, look what happened with fucking, uh, what, David Carr. David Carr had to back up Eli Manning for like three years before he had a okay term in the fucking Carolina. Okay. You're right. <laughs> in the same breath, look at Alex Smith. Okay. Counterpoint to that, Alex Smith was hurt for 80% of those weird seven years we had 57 offensive coordinators. No, not no not all those no, not all those years. He didn't get hurt till Kansas City. He was healthy. No, he got hurt a lot in Niners too. That was a lot of the issue. They kept him on for a long because he was in and out. He was hurt a bit. Do you mind if I check that? Yeah, you can. I'm I'm gonna check it myself too, because I, I remember him being very injury prone. So the uh the KC thing was kind of a big deal that he was healthy up until the the Washington situation where he got Theismond. So two thousand five he started he started seven, played in nine, yeah. then yeah. he had a sixteen, then it was seven, then it was ten and eleven, after he missed all of two thousand eight because of an injured shoulder. Yep. So 10 out of 11, 10 out of 11. So he played two full seasons out of two, four, six, eight, nine before he went to Kansas City. Yeah, but I mean, I think 10 games <laughs> is still a good portion of the season. No, but, but my, I, I my point was point. he also had a point. bunch of different offensive coordinators at the time while being injured for a large portion of that, too. You think the injuries were more, were more than the offensive coordinators? Because I think the offensive coordinators were more than injuries. I think it was a compounding issue. I, th- yeah. I agree that it's more the offensive coordinators changing constantly, but when he can't even play because he's hurt to get used to an offensive system, You're right. you know, with it, it, there's going to be a learning curve. And if every year's a learning curve, when the fuck do you stop learning? You know, right. <laughs> you are right. And when you're learning in years six, seven, eight, you don't have a good a good prognosis for the league. Do we? Um, do we sorry, have two uh, two locks for Andrew left here. We do. Oh wow! Okay, all right. I understand your love for Jimmy Garoppolo. What can you do? Jimmy Garage, oh no. <laughs> porno, porno, Jimmy G. Jimmy Garoppolo likes those big. Jimmy Garoppolo got big locks. Yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo's enjoying Vegas. He doesn't care worry about the win loss record. He's just like, I like where I live right now. When he signed his contract, he just looked out into the wilderness. It was like, I'm home. Yeah. For some reason, I like then, the over. Then he saw the Pornhub studio, studio, and he's like, "Yes, there. I'm gonna live there for a while." <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, I like the over in this game, but nonetheless, let's move on to the doubleheader on Monday night, guys. What do you think? Uh, Eagles, Bucks. We can save that one. We, that's a better match. We're not talking Steelers Raiders. We're not gonna talk Steelers Raiders. Oh, I thought that's what you guys were just talking about. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. 
Um, we're talking about Jimmy Garoppolo. But like, I gotta be honest with you, I wasn't paying attention much because I was texting Greg. I'm sorry. Wow. Hi, you Greg. Well, I was because we I was. His, his teams. We had to do an on-the-fly decision for scheduling. I had to take the okay. message. I was just gonna say between O'Dowd's Bears, he lived. Demarco lives in Arizona, and I think he's a Giants fan because he's from the East Coast. Like that's they're betting zero for three. Like yeah, that's fucking that's pain rough. right there. That's rough. Real quick, I got I got the Steelers. Oh yeah, winning all right. Then. Okay. Yeah, I I like that pick actually. I don't know. That's tough though. I wouldn't touch. I don't it. believe in either team. Yeah, I, I wouldn't touch it either. I would, I would but do the I'd over pick... for some reason. I don't know why, even though everything says under. Oh yeah, I would pick the under if I picked anything. But yeah, I I'd, I'd probably go the Raiders. Just you're like a glass half empty. I'm a glass half full kind of guy. It makes sense. yeah yeah there we go. Yeah, I, th- I think I'll pick the Raiders just because I don't trust either team, but hopefully one of we're them like, is going to. We're like we're like oil and Tunny. Wait, Tunny, wouldn't you be the glass half empty guy because you always Why? drink it? No, because there's always yeah, but no, but I never <laughs> endless refills Ray, with him. That's what it Ray, is. It's Ray, always ladies' night at Tunny's house. <laughs> Ray, if you leave a couple, if you leave a couple drops in every one, you're 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 always on your first one. Oh, the logic in that. Spoken oh, like a true alcoholic. Uh, Rams-Bengals <laughs> Rams in a game we didn't expect. We'd think that the Rams should possibly be favored, but they're not. The Bengals are minus 2.5. Joe Burrow may or may not play. Over under 43.5. The way the yeah. the Rams have thrown the football all over the field. Matthew Stafford looks really good. Uh, was it oh, Puka yeah. Nakua? Puka Nakua um, is going to be uh, my lock of the week. Yeah, T-T- we're, we're hitting the Rams with that lock. TJ, T-T-Y, T-T Hat, Hatwell? Sure. You think I memorized all their names? It's LA Rams. Come on. <laughs> Puka Nakua is just fun to say. It's, so fun. <laughs> so fun. it's sexy. It's just like, ooh, Puka Nakua. Say it again. Say it again. It's, it's like the hyenas and Mufasa from 90s Lion King. Tutu. Tutu. <laughs> I apologize. It's Tutu Atwell. Puka Nakua and Tutu Atwell. Imagine when Cooper yeah, Cup the comes best back. Best names in the league right there. Who you throwing it to, man? Puka and Tutu. It's like, what the fuck? Cooper... Did the Wild Samoans show up to fucking play football for you guys? Yeah, they put up the ones every time. It's the bloodline is running LA. <laughs> Love it. Love I don't really have anything else to add to this game. I think the I think the Bengals' woes continue. Yeah, I agree. Rams are my lock. My I second lock. Mm. Oh, you have the Rams? Rams is a lock? You, yush. All right. Puka Nakua, lock of the week. All right, you're catching two and a half. I, I, I like catching two and a half. I did it with New England. So there we go. Okay. <laughs> are you taking the bucks? Are you I'm taking glad the... you continued that sentence because out of context. Hey, hey. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm I, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say you're taking the bucks and the and the points for your last lock of the week here. Yes, okay. All right. that is so, my last lock because uh, the Eagles haven't won decisively enough that I think the points are enough to have the Bucks come out looking good. Over until under, over under 46, uh, you're getting five. Then go ahead and expound. It's your turn to lead off here. Oh, I, I figured Ray saying until go go for it. No, no, I'm just. You said the Eagles haven't put it together yet until they play the Bucks. <laughs> I mean, I mean, let's see. Ba- Baker uh, figured out the Vikings' defensive calls, and then that's true. You know, the, the Bucks the, decided the to Vikings. retire the uh, the the Bears' defensive coordinator because he just fucking resigned today. So like, 
We're, we're, we're on a roll right now. We're just beating their shit out of defensive coordinators one way or the other. Let's go. Let's Baker, retire someone else. Baker figuring out the defensive calls is like Ken Jennings doing well in Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? Like, this is not that difficult to figure it's out. difficult to be the starting quarterback making the calls, making the checks, and still noticing the hand signals. Because that, that's what the calls are. It's the hand signals from the sideline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so, impressive. Like, Always impressive. It, it's it's not as easy as you – like, I get what your point is. I do. I do. But, like, it's actually kind of something that most people don't do. Aside from, like, Peyton Manning, I can't remember anybody else that would do, like, that kind of thing and play chess and be like, all right, I got it. Well, if I cite you this – again, I you, you I completely agree with you how impressive it is. If I cite you that and I cite you the debacle against the Bears, Eagles ain't built like that, bro. They're not. I agree. But our secondary has put up a lot better than I expected them to with Jamel mm-hmm. Dean, Winfield, and uh, Izian, the the new younger guy who's got like a pick in the first two games of the season. Uh, so like each game. So mm-hmm. between them actually looking pretty solid, you know, Shaq Barrett, he 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 is him. He he's he's the fucking man. Like he's still doing his thing. Vita Vey is still moving moving furniture up front. So, and oh, yeah, Devin White can go from fucking sideline to sideline in like five seconds. Like he's a fucking, he's a beast, but I get you. I know that the Eagles are a better team than we've played so far, but they haven't quite hit their stride. And unless they do it this game, like you just said, until I think even if the Bucks don't win the game as per the NFL final box score with the five points, I'm locking in the Bucks. There's, there's, a lot of room. there's a lot of room in that five points for there to be a close game. Yes. And you still get the spread. I get it. That's exactly where my thought process is at with that. Like, will the Bucks may probably be two and one after week three? Yes. But will they still cover? That's kind of what I'm looking at. Hey, man. I got the Eagles, and I got the Eagles, uh, I got the Eagles um, buying the points. Just like a hotel on boardwalk. Thing. I don't know this getting, so I'm just make up giving, random you're, euphemisms. You're giving the points. The, the Eagles are reserving the points. No, they're, so no, he, they're he, not. Yeah, he's they're picking not. the Eagles to eat the points. He wants no, to eat them. The Bucks are like the ones Zeke that are getting the points. The Eagles are giving yeah, the points. Yeah, but he's going to be like Zeke before he sucked and okay. eat them. So well, it's, it's okay. not a lock, so I'm not worried about what your pick really is. To be honest with you, over here, sports guy, we got to keep things civil over here. No, I'm kidding. Again, is my luck a little bit of copium? Maybe just a touch. Just and a you touch. and you, as a fan, a, a knowledgeable fan at that, have earned that right. Because just like you gave me the slight benefit of the doubt about being in Houston and knowing about the Texans, I give you all the benefit of the doubt because I don't know anything about the Packers other than the guys you named on defense who I like and Baker <laughs> like to cook. That's all I know. So they may really be able to outdo the the champs. I don't know. Yeah, Not well, the champs, but the NFC champs. NFC champs, yeah. Yeah, same same conference. All right, let's get out of here like this, guys. I think it's a pretty good solid slate. Andrew, why don't you run down your locks of the week real quick before we uh, head on uh, home? Okay. So my locks were the Patriots locked to beat the Jets, even though the Jets get two points. So Patriots are covering. Two and the a half. Rams, or two and a half, yeah. 
The Rams are the Rams giving or Rams are getting two and a half. They're plus two and a half. Getting two and a half. All right. So Rams are definitely winning that game. So that's my lock there. And lock with the Bucks who are getting five against the Eagles. Okay. Ray. He's got it written down. He's got the Pats, Jets under thirty seven. Seattle minus six. And he said I think he meant to write commanders. The commies. He meant to, I think commanders he meant to write plus six. No, he wrote it right. And a half points. Can we get a disrespectful? Oh. We haven't we haven't gotten a disrespectful this season, I don't think. Even though we've talked about no, we got disrespectful. We got plenty of them last week. Oh, we did. And we have some this week. Oh, but we I mean, I They're can't not call that disres- disrespectful though. No, yeah, whether it's the Cardinals and the, and the Bears, like I don't know. and the, and yeah. the Giants with no Saquon, so it's like hey. Yeah, Texas and the Jaguars. Ugh. Well, let me remind you here. Giants, let me remind you of Tony's sponsored picks this week. Uh, we got the lay in the lumber pick of the week, San Francisco minus 10. Uh, thank you to uh, Big Tony's Lumber. Uh, we got the barking dog pick of the week. Ruff, ruff. Uh, Tennessee Thanks, catching, catching three and a half points. And we got the Tony makes you money pick of the week. <laughs> New England, let's give the two and a half. I see a three-point Thanks. victory at least. Because Bill Belichick, no that, business starting That's our first unanimous lock of the season. Oh, boy. Should sound a buzzer or something. So the fact that we're all three unanimous basically means, ladies and gentlemen, take the opposite. Yep, hey. exactly. We're going to fucking lose. That. <laughs> we got problems. <laughs> got some big problems. All right. We're done. Big it's problems over. and big locks if you don't talk we, about we, it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We've, we've talked At about least you're not the, catching uh, two and a half inches like Tony was. You no, know? <laughs> uh, we've talked about all the major injuries heading into week three. We've talked about all the big games. We've given you our opinion on where these teams stand with each other right now. Let's get out of here, guys. I think we've done our job this week. Andrew Belaz, let everybody know where they can find you. IWC Warchief on the Twitter X, whatever the hell it's called, until we have to pay for it because I ain't fucking paying for that yeah, shit. So then I, I don't know where the fuck I'll be. Threads. So. We'll go over to Threads. That's Why? the new thing? Yeah, get a Threads. I'm going to have to look into whatever that is. Because once, once Twitter starts charging, they'll probably upgrade it a little bit. It just needs a few tweaks. Where else are you going to go? I don't know. Stay tuned to ChairShot NFL to find out where we're going to go. Talk to ourselves. There's like 47 you. other Twitters that came out as soon as Elon bought it. And everybody decided to jump shit. There's what? Hive and a bunch of other crap. I don't know. Tell me where people might be able to find you. In the well, you can I, find, you can can find me find at Black Planet. I'm where, Black Planet. Where can they Black find Planet. you in the year I can't unfortunately. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Y'all have Black Planet accounts back in the day. Don't fret. It's okay. Uh, I've never <laughs> heard of Black Planet before tonight, Ray. I just want to keep it real. Well, I've heard of Albino I'm... Planet. <laughs> and you, sir, live on that planet. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, it's Ray Cash. R E Y S M C O C A S H as in dollars. Uh, IWC War Chief, as in. Them Chiefs gonna beat the brakes off the the Bears this weekend. Oh, that's a big oh, yeah. and, I like that. Uh, you you ever seen you Mr. Saturday Night Mr. Saturday Night of course. Uh, David Ortiz, Big Poppy, big lunch, big, <laughs> big lock. lock, big lock. Like, at least I know what Dustin Pedroia's name is though. 
What's the kind of conference of conference of weeks? I'm not just gonna go happy with. <laughs> Why call you Dustin? <laughs> would you feel comfortable putting up eight hundred dollars to win a hundred dollars? Because that's the money line for the Chiefs. I almost feel Fuck like that's no. a lock of fucking century right there. Yeah, I like wasting my money. Sure, why not? You no. don't. I mean, the Bears are not winning this game. Yeah, but, but eight hundred to win a hundred bucks. If I got yeah. eight hundred bucks, why I need a hundred? Exactly. Because then you'd have nine hundred. You can follow me but at PC Tony. You can follow this show. At the at the lane the lumber picks no at Cheer Shot NFL. What's what the gambling hotline? The gambling hotline is what now? Yeah, I what? think you just invalidated all of our gambling you oh. know nuance right there. With why why not you spend eight to get nine? Because you have eight. Why the fuck would you risk eight for nine? Cuidado, bum bum. Yeah, that's a cuidado, right? That's a stop and cuidado. <laughs> See you next week, folks. Gamble responsibly. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head.